podcasting from inside the stash. I'm Jenny. I'm Nicole. And this is Stash and Burn. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I am also fine. I'm sort of gearing up towards the end of the year, end of the semester. Uh, I get back from Thanksgiving break, and it's so fast <laughs> until the end of the term. And it, my the bulk of my work gets done before, but still there's something about it, like being on the edge of Christmas, you know? It's right. Like, woo, here we are. <laughs> So, so let's quit our jobs and <laughs> move to some remote town and raise sheep. <laughs> How many people listening to this have had that fantasy today? <laughs> <laughs> right? Seriously. So, um, we did show notes again. And uh, we might be under the Matilda nap gun. So, we may be kind of barreling through right so um so let's just start about um with what we've finished all right with what you've finished (laughs) because i haven't quite finished anything although i made progress on my whip so hurrah okay so i've only i've finished two things i finished the weather the weather hat uh it was a pattern by megan williams and um I really like the FO, but I have to say I knit it in Ella Ray Superwash Marina, uh-huh. Merino, and I do not like that yarn. It is highly splitty, and that just, was a superwash that felt really scratchy, right? Yeah, it felt really scratchy, and it just it's so splitty, and like at the end, I had split stitches, and I couldn't figure out how to kind of pull everything together. It was just a mess at the end. So I, I have to knit a second one of these hats, or I, my plan is to knit a second one, but I can't imagine going to buy it. I need a second skein in order to have enough yardage, and I just can't imagine going to buy another skein of this yarn in order to finish this hat and then having all that yarn left over. No, 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 no. I mean, no. I could just give it away, but I think I'm just going to suck it up, either knit it in a different yarn or combine it with something that I already have. Because, you know, it's a turquoise. I've got to have something in my stash. Right. That will I think up. you knit it in a totally different yarn. And throw yeah. away whatever's left of that <laughs> other one. And the other thing that, and I'm going to call this an FO, even though by the time you hear this, I'll be finished. But by the time I, we're recording this, I'm not quite finished. Um, but I knit the... Um, the Brevet Cowl from uh, Cerulea's book, The Magpies, Ooh. Nomads, and Homebodies, or whatever order that's in. And um, all that's left to do is Kitchenerine the um, – it closed. Pretty. So it is knit in one long strand, and I used about, I don't know, probably over one and a half balls of Noro Silk Garden that's in a gray, blue, green, black colorway. And then what turned out to be not a full ball of Noro Kashiroha. And I do not know why it's not a full ball, but when I weighed it, it was only 33 grams. Huh. I don't remember using it in anything, but I might have. (laughs) I may have swatched with it. I'm not sure. Or it may have been a a light ball, but that's a really light ball. Like, I could see something being 48 grams, but 33 grams of what's supposed to be a 50-gram ball. That's odd. 
That was odd, but whatever. It worked. Um, so the the Cache Roja is like a fuchsia, beautiful, um, bright fuchsia, which is nice because there's little flecks of pink throughout the um, silk garden. That's really so, pretty. Um, it's really pretty. I love um, I love the pattern, but essentially it's like knitting a scarf. And I realize every time I knit a scarf, I don't like to knit scarves. <laughs> I just don't. Um, it's just a lot of knitting. Yeah, and, I was, uh, I was uh, looking at um, the Tin Can Knits Road Trip booklet, and they have this long cowl that is knit in lace weight, and it's like a... It's like a huge loop. It's like a 68-inch loop that's knit mm-hmm. in this mesh lace. And oh. and it's a really wide, you know, long cowl. And it looks great. Mm-hmm. And I think that if... I think I would wear it a ton, but the thought of knitting it just makes me want to die. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... The, but this is a mesh lace, so it's a two-row pattern. Simple as pie was great. I could knit, I could whip through parts of it really quickly. Right. But still, I really like after a while had to make myself knit it. Right. Um, but it's knit now, and um, I'm hoping that I will wrap that up today. So those are my two FOs. Yay! <laughs> and I see you are working on some familiar friends. <laughs> I have joined the sleeves and the body for um, the Water Street Cardigan by Glenisee. Awesome. And awesome. I'm on the raglan decreases, so I'm slowly, but hopefully faster and faster, making my way right. to a finish on this thing. Now, is the, um, is the button band or the, the collar knit on? Yes. Okay, so when you get to the top of this, you will be more or less done. Yeah, I think when I get to the top of this, I will... It kind of has one of the... the um, there's basically kind of like a sash that runs up that's, that you extend up around the neck and then you graft at the center and then sew mm-hmm. it on the back. Okay, yeah. That's like the Bailey cardigan. Right. A similar thing like right. that. Um, so have you been knitting on... You have another thing you've been working on, but have you been mostly working on Water Street? Mostly on Water Street. I have Gramps in my purse, and so whenever I'm commuting, I will knit a couple rows of the Gramps body. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think I will probably be close to finished on Gramps as soon as I can turn my full attention to it. Um, awesome. Yeah. Um, I have, um, well, I've been working a lot on, aside from the brevet cowl, I started my brother's sweater, Yay! the East Hale cardigan. I got the yarn. I think maybe on the last podcast I'd already gotten the yarn. Yes. The, yes. Um, I got the eco wool plus eco plus, um, and it's beautiful, like golden brown, and um, I'm so and it's heathery, happy. Right? I made the, it's a little heathery. Yeah, yeah. There's like little gold heathery that are kind of an undertone that sometimes pop out a little bit, but it's really an undertone. It's really yeah. It's called Yakima heather. Um, Yakima, I believe, is a town in Washington State, and um, I, I'm so happy I changed to this yarn. Yay! It was exactly the right thing to do. It's a great yarn to work with. You've knit in eco wool, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really nice to work with. It feels great. I have knit the... 
I knit the ribbing, and then I decided to do pockets. Uh-huh. So I'm having to knit the the fronts and the back separately for a few inches in order to make the pocket inserts. Right. Um, so what I did, what I've done is I've knit the two fronts up to where they'll go. And then what I think I'm going to do is pick up stitches along the back side of the fronts, pick up the stitches for the back, and then the back side of the second front, if that makes sense, and knit that up as a straight thing. And then when I get to the top of the pockets, uh, just join that those two the, the fronts to the pocket. Does that make sense? So yes. I'll basically like knit, yes, and I won't knit another, like I've already knit the... So these are like the, side pockets. Yes, they're side okay. pockets. So, um, so my next step will be to pick up, um, pick up the fronts and the back and the back to knit up the kind of body of the sweater to match where the pocket outside pocket. So I've already knit the pocket exterior. Right. This will be the pocket interior and the back that I will knit at the same time. Cool. So, um, so I was, I'm going. It's going great. Although I did have to knit one of the fronts a couple times to get it right. I didn't know how many, how big I wanted the pocket exterior to be, and I also didn't know. There were just a couple of things where I'm like, yeah, I can't remember why. Like maybe I don't know, messed up a couple times, so I had to tear back. But now I'm, I feel like everything's good. I'm in a good place. But um, I also wanted to knit these. Uh, hand warmers for Adrian's preschool teachers, and I mentioned that to a coworker, and she said, "Don't you think you might want to start those projects um, instead of the sweater that you're knitting for your brother that you're going to give him in February?" And I was like, "Oh, excellent point." <laughs> so yesterday, well, I guess technically this morning on my commute, I cast on for um, the Nalu mitts. It's a free pattern by Leila Rob on um, or Robbie on um, Ravelry, and it is. Um, I'm knitting it in Malabrigo Finito, which is a very fine uh, merino. It's a fingering weight, and I've got I've got the bottom of the cuff knit, so I'm uh, just starting the the hand. And I'm just going to make them short. I'm not going to make them especially long, just like wrist and hand and right. thumb, so I can get these done. How many teachers? So two. So I just um, I think I might knit these because I've been wanting to knit this pattern for a long time. I wanted to use this yarn. But I think I might use a worsted weight yarn for the other pair, just so they'll go super fast. Right. Depending on how quickly these go. So, um, so that's what I'm working on. Have um, have you been stocking anything or thinking about fantasy uh, knitting? At yes. All? <laughs> it's so funny. Like we had our list from last week on stuff that we wanted to knit next, and now my list uh-huh. is completely different. Um, okay. Yeah, so okay. I was thinking about hats because of our hat thing, mm-hmm. and uh, I think, and then I've been thinking about trying to make, you know, some newborn hats, and and then I also got some hat patterns in the gift along, so <laughs> um, thinking about making an, a Megan Williams pattern as well, either the For Good hat or Measure in Love, mm-hmm. and... Um, then I was also looking through my woolly wormhead collection. The um, oh, that's great for kids. Yeah, the twisted woolly toppers, and then the other kids collection. So I'm looking at tri cable or Ruskin for the oh, baby. Tri cable is so cute. Yeah, it's super cute. And then I got that uh, snowstorm hat pattern in the gift along, which is like this beautiful cabled. 
hat that I've been really kind of wanting to knit something cabled. And I think that a hat might be the perfect outlet for that because I think a big cable project is kind of beyond me at this point, but mm-hmm. we'll see. So Snowstorm, it's by Anna Roth. Yes. And it's cable. Yeah, that indie gift along. At some point, I had like 11 patterns in my <laughs> basket, but I managed to get away with, oh, yeah, that is a cable goodness. Holy moly. It is a super cable hat. Wowzers. That's amazing. Uh, I yes, I I took advantage of uh, of the gift along, but I managed to to get away with only four patterns. Um, one was a hat pattern actually, and this I think will be my second hat for the warm up segment of the um, of the, our fifteen hats. Um, I got the pattern for Barry. It's a pattern by Lee Meredith, hmm. and it is. Uh, it is, you know, Lee Meredith where you start so you don't have to do a gauge swatch. So you start in one place and you do some unique construction so you can sort of knit as you go and not have to do a lot of planning. And this is what I think I am going to use my uh, Bacchus Aaron remnant, uh, you know, leftovers for. Cool. Um, I had thought about making a Molly hat, but I think what's nice, again, about Lee's patterns is that they you can just kind of pick up and start knitting and... Uh, figure out, you know, when to stop based on what kind of gauge you're getting as you start. Right. So, um, and there's some striping in that pattern. Yeah. So, um, I might use the remainder of this Noro Silk Garden for the stripes, or, um, I have some gray Cashier Roja that I might incorporate. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have some, some options there. Um, so that, that's something that's on the, I also kind of like right on the horizon, right? So I, once I finish these mitts and this uh, brevet cowl, I can sort of uh, then get back to my brother's sweater and then add the hat in. Is kind of my idea. Um, so, and then as far as what else did I get? I got um, I did I got a Megan Williams pattern um, for her OMG heel, and that's just a different kind of heel construction for socks. I don't exactly know what it is, but I figured it would be nice. Any options I can have. So I can find the easiest thing for heels, which always trips me up, knitting right. socks. I always stop. So, like, the neon socks that I'm knitting for myself are at a standstill because I'm at the heel turn. And I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> How can I do this? Because I never, ever do short row heels correctly, ever. I don't know what it is. I always end up with the wrong number of stitches. And I'm like, all right, forget it. I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> and I'd like to find a heel construction that both worked and uh, isn't confusing and that I don't screw up. So that's that's my goal. Well, hopefully um, this heel is does the trick. Yeah. Um, what else did you get in the gift along? I got a uh, pot of van. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. We talked about doing a Padovan uh, along, you and I. Yeah, we did. I was thinking about my Bacchus Aaron, but I'm worried that I don't have enough. Oh, you definitely have enough. Are you sure? You definitely have enough. Yes, I knit a cardigan sweater out of my Bacchus Aaron and have, um, and have enough knit left over for a hat. But and this is just a... You don't think so? I don't know. It's kind of like oversized, you know? 
Well, what do, what do other yardages say? What do other people who have knit it, how they've fared? I feel like people who knit the size that I will probably knit have used, like, 900 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have, and I have 800? 800. 880. You have 880. I have 880? Yes. The, uh, the skeins we have, I think, are heavy. Okay. Not heavy, but I think they are a different put up than what she sells now. Yeah, someone used eight fifty one. Is someone used seven forty eight? I guess if I knit the smaller size, I might be able to get. I away think. With it. I think you're fine. I th- I think you'll be fine. I I was thinking about knitting it using my Ming. Uh huh. And, um, which I have about 750 of, but I probably knit a slightly, well, definitely a smaller in length than what you would knit. Right. Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to make the call on the size because the finished measurement, um, I don't know. The finished measurements are what do you like in the? It just gives like kind of the back, the back measurement. Right, that's right. And so I feel like I don't know. You know what though? I think part of it is the construction. You could make a call as you knit it, because you do knit like a big piece that's for the back, and I think you could sort of make a determination because. I can't remember. I remember when I first looked at it thinking, oh, I could kind of fudge this as I went. Um, but it is a neat pattern. Maybe I'll put that closer. Do you think that qualifies as a vest? Yeah. Because there's a little uh, storm brewing around vests on the stash and burn boards. <laughs> uh, which got does. me... It got me to a uh, favorite a pattern, uh, which is called Sandy. Sandy. It's a yeah, it's a vesty type thing. It's from it's a Quinson Company pattern. Um, let me look at my favorites. I'm not remembering who knit it or who designed it right off the top of my head. Um. It is an Aaron yeah. weight. It is hanafetic. So um, it's very basic, uh, but a deep scoop neck. Kind of blousey. With kind of blousey. Again, oversized. It says that like, the size shown is worn with almost eight inches of positive ease. I don't think I would go with eight inches of positive ease right. for me. Um, so I was thinking about using a yarn I've had in my stash forever, which is not, so this is required as asking for a worsted weight yarn, Uh, but I was thinking about using, I have some, um, pashmina, um, the sport weight pashmina, but I've swatched it before and gotten a nice fabric at a, at a bigger gauge. Uh And so I'm thinking about swatching that again, because I think this would be just like a nice overpiece. Yeah. The hilarious part is, is that this um, pashmina is a golden brown. It is (laughs) remarkably close to the color of the sweater that I'm knitting for my brother. It just goes to show like 
that that just happens, right? Yeah. Like when you're knitting everything yellow, or you're knitting everything in turquoise. Like now I'm like, oh, here I'm knitting something brown, and I'm really attracted to knit something else in brown. It's like, like that pecan color, right? Exactly. Yeah, and um, the Padovain, the yarn that I have for that I'm thinking for that is like an autumnal golden brown with green and gold <laughs> in it, you know. So, and then I, I then I get so annoyed with myself because I look at both my yarn stash and then my actual wardrobe, and I'm like, why is everything so drab in here? Like, there's no color. It's all, bleh. <laughs> like all. That's why I'm making this electric rose cardigan. <laughs> Yeah. Because everything else I have is gray, navy, or black. Oh, so, um, I see you have a vest on your uh, wish list (laughs) of things you wish to knit. I do. I, well, I have the wood hollow vest in my library. And that's Mm -hmm. a cable-y vest that I have always loved. Um, I like everything in that collection, actually. There's, like, a mitts and a hat. Um, and that is uh, Kirsten Kapoor? Yeah. No, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Um, so that also might satisfy my cable itch. Oh, true. And then, right. um, what else was I thinking of? I was thinking of the long vest in Cerulea's book. And then I was like, oh, maybe I can knit that from my Bacchus Aaron. But also, since it's long, <laughs> I don't think I have enough yarn. Oh, I, it's a vest, though. I know. But her, like, I don't know like how much they overestimate the yardage in these things. And what is the yardage requirement for that? Um, let's see. Because I would think that 800, either, I'm fairly certain you have 880 yards, not... 800. You don't want to play yarn chicken like I always do? (laughs) Come on. Let's see. The Laura Vest. Oh, that's right. That's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah, The the smallest size says that you need 1,260 yards. Of what weight yarn? Of worsted. I can knit, I mean, I can knit a sweater unless, uh, again, I am smaller, but I can knit a sweater and worst of weight yarn in a thousand. And not, you know, with like a lot of detail, but I can't imagine that it would take that much. But I also think that Padovan, Padovane is a great match for that yarn. Right. Because you know why, you know what Padovane is? You know what it is? What? It is a wearable blanket. Yes. <laughs> it's what you've always wanted. It's like the shawl with sleeves. Yes. The wearable blanket. It's a thing. Yeah, maybe I should just... <laughs> yeah. It's hard to know. Yeah, because so, the sizes for Padovan is like a 30-inch bust, a 33-inch bust, or a 37-inch bust... And then it goes to 41, but I think 41 would definitely kill me. I'm wondering if I can eke out kill the 37. Yeah, well, it depends on what the thir- the fi- the really finished minis. I mean, <clears throat> that's the finished measurements, or is that the um, are that the um? Well, I can't tell the from actual the schematic. Measurements. 
Yeah, um, it is a difficult one to work out. Yeah. Plus, like, I don't think it has to completely close. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, so it's not for a maybe I should closure, do the thirty-three yeah. and just give it to Alma or Michelle if it really doesn't work out. It's true. That's a good one. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. Um, but it is something that you kind of covet because it looks so cozy. It does look so cozy. Um, I uh, there's another vest back. on my oh, list. Um, oh, okay. What was the last vest? It was. Oh, I was looking at people's FOs for the Estes vest. Oh, the Estes vest. Remember when I was going to make that? That was a great vest. That's a good pattern. It is. It's beautiful. But I look through people's FOs and, like, people made so many mods and, like, I think people had issues with the pockets being too small. And uh-huh. there were just... um I think a lot of people had to lengthen a lot and mm-hmm. then i think there were some issues with the i-cord finishing and so it just seemed Not like your favorite a lot of thinking involved with like how to do it so that it's actually becomes wearable at the end mm-hmm. um i think i mean i keep going back to it maybe because i really just want to be there i think the nice thing about the padovane which I, we haven't really talked about um Right now to say what it is. It's a, it is a pattern by Svetlana Volkova, and she uh, also designed the um, Papillon, the Papillon uh, sweater that I knit last uh, last winter. Oh, let me tell you a little story about that sweater. <laughs> okay, I, still, I love it. It's a great piece, but the bind off row snapped. <gasps> I put it on one day to wear it to work, and I looked down, and I was like, I'm sorry, that's broken yarn right there. Which is, that is like, I think it's knit from the top down. So, I mean, the to have the, the hem broken, I think will be pretty easy to, I'll just, you know, reverse it out and then rebind it off. Holy right? crap. Just, what bind-off did but, you use? Yeah. I probably just used a standard bind-off because... I like, uh, as much as I like Jenny's incredibly, or what, so stress, J-S-S-B-O, what is that called? Surprisingly stretchy bind-off. Right. Um, it, it can flare a little bit. Right. And I didn't want that right. there, but uh, maybe I'll try that. Oh, my God. And I still have yarn. I mean, it's not a complete tragedy, except for that I'm not wearing it right now because <laughs> I snapped the bind-off. Um, but it, it never felt that tight. I can't believe um, that. And the yarn you used was Pigeon Roof, right? Right, yeah. And that's like a, it's not a single, it's like a multiple ply, mm-hmm. pretty Absolutely. durable yeah. yarn. Like, Absolutely. I'm shocked. I'm shocked and amazed. I, I know. I'm, and I'm glad I kind of felt like that Weezer song, right? Like, that <laughs> all of a sudden my sweater could just be pulled <laughs> away in one piece <laughs> as you walk away. Um, uh, so I, I have to fix that. And thankfully, it's an easy fix. 
I just haven't done it. Maybe maybe that's a good uh, pause thing in between a couple projects. I should do fix that. But anyway, Svetlana Volkova, Tweety Sheep on Ravelry. She has a pattern that we now keep referring to called Padovane. I'm gonna I'm just gonna go with that pronunciation. Um, and it is um, it's an interesting construction. So you knit essentially what would be like a stole, I think, right um, across for that, and that stole is becomes the front of this sweater slash vest i'll put this in quotes the the yoke in the back the well essentially becomes the yoke in the front and the back and then the front and the backs actual there and then i believe um and that's got two big cables on either side and then you pick up and knit down i think is how you do it for the back and then you join it on the sides and it's kind of open and the back is a little bit longer than the front. And that's where I think you can make some adjustments, Jenny. I feel like you could knit that main piece and then sort of decide how long to make that back right. relative to the front. And it is really, I think it's just sort of like a nice thing to throw over. It's like literally like wearing a, like a little huggy blanket. <laughs> um and uh, it's a 650 download on Ravelry. There are about 34 projects. Um, you could have gotten 20% off in the gift log. And I bought it actually when it was still being tested. I don't know. She did a thing where she, it was kind of still being tested, but she put it out there for people to buy at a discount until um, until all the test knitting was done. So that was awesome. But um, yeah, I think I, I think maybe not now, but we should think about it. Maybe after Blobby comes, this might be a good, like a combination of, a little bit of brain work because it's mainly like a seed stitch, right? right? And then this kind of beautiful cable that looks like maybe it only twists every 20 or so rows. Right. So, I think um, it definitely can, counts as a vest. I think we could do this for vestuary. Yes. And, uh, yeah, to fit, oh, I see, to fit approximate bus size. So, to fit approximate bus size, it incorporates, the sizes incorporate approximately eight inches of positive ease. So, a 37 is going to actually have a 45 inch bust accommodate. You know, it's going to be a 45 inches around. So, you could definitely knit the 37. See what I'm saying? And I can knit the 33. Hmm. I definitely should knit the 33. Yeah, you should definitely knit the 33. Now I'm looking at her other patterns. I really like Anemone. Oh, she's got great patterns. She's, uh, I mean, I I love that pattern that I knit, the Papillon, but she's got some great sweaters. And I believe she works a lot uh, with different kinds of construction. Like this is a modular knit, and I believe Anemone is uh, contiguous, as was the sweater that I knit, the Papillon. So, oh yeah, and Argo, I love that pattern, which is a kind of a mock turtleneck garter stitch yoke, but not a not a round yoke. It's garter stitch in the front, but I believe it's the s- sleeves are they're all stockinette, and they look like set in sleeves. But it has these round p- or semicircular pockets that are also in garter right. stitch. Right. So, um, yeah. All right, let's. Vestuary is a ways off, and Jenny might be on maternity leave during that time. But um, this might be a great way to kind of keep uh, keep checking in on you during <laughs> February, right? <laughs> um. So um, I wanted to talk about um, our friend Helen Stewart, who is the um, 
voice behind the Curious Handmade podcast and the designer behind Curious Handmade um, because she has um, offered her latest pattern collection, the Knit Vent Collection, to our listeners from now, and I'm not sure exactly when you'll be hearing this, but from now until Christmas Eve, uh, which is December 24th, and with the coupon code SB25, you can get 25% off her Knit Vent Collection for this year, 2014, uh, which I believe will um, culminate in five patterns right now. There are four patterns up there. Um there's a gift bag pattern, and there are two shawl. Well, I guess it's, one's a shawl and one's a cowl. The candlelit shawl, uh, which is a beautiful shawl, crescent-ish shape, I guess it would be. I think it's is kind of right? triangular, but you can have the option to add beads. Mm-hmm. There's also like it's a got- cowl made out of like kid silk haze that's two colors, and I think that mm-hmm. it would be great for my bag of scraps of kid silk haze. Oh, yeah. It's basically absolutely. like a stockinette loop with some lace, with a lace border. Mm-hmm. How much do you have in the way of... Uh, I have a, a of bag of it. Kids are, really? I have a bag of silk mohair weight, lace weight, like, stuff. Wow, yeah, you definitely should do that. Yeah. I also like the crisp and even cowl, which is... Um, the, oh, another nice little cable Morsel, and she uses two colors um, yarn, like just as a, a little striping pattern in there. And I always think about, I always shy away from the idea with stripes and cables, but there really isn't anything. I mean, it, I mean, it looks great here, and especially she has this one that's hot pink and gray. Like, you can't go wrong with those two together. It's very sporty. Um, yeah, I really enjoy that cowl. Um, and, um, she will have one more pattern out, but um, it is the total cost is about $16. So with 25% off, it'll be about $12. So thank you, Helen. Um, and if you don't listen to Curious Handmade Podcast, it's, it's very interesting. It's very soothing. Um, Helen often records alone, but she will also have guests on. Um, the, there was one um, earlier this fall. Uh, where she talked to a friend of hers who is a stylist. Sorry. The Whoa. Cat's won the, <laughs> That's okay. the cat food jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like Vegas in our house. <laughs> you never know who's going to win. So, um, what was I saying? <laughs> Uh, Helen, she had a stylist on, a friend of hers who's a stylist, and I don't think necessarily a knitter, and they talked about some of the trends and how, like, closely they align with knitwear tr- trends, and I don't think, I sometimes, I swear to God, I don't necessarily think that it's knitters that are following the fashion trends. I think it's the fashion trends following the knitters, but, you know, I come from a certain bias about that, <laughs> so. Um, I agree, because sometimes you'll look yeah. at, like, a pattern will come out, people will be crazy about it. And then you'll start seeing it in stores. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that a lot with hats. I will scrutinize people's hats all the time. And, you know, living someplace where there are a lot of knitters, which is, I guess, everywhere now, right? Right. (laughs) But, you know, hats are the thing that I think are most likely for you to to spot in the wild, right? Because more of them get made. It's a perfect gift item. So I'm always spotting people and being like... 
hand it hat, oh, hand it hat. Totally. I can't remember who I saw somebody recently, and I almost went up to them, and I was like, all right, don't be that much of a nerd. Like, <laughs> what if they weren't the knitter, and that was just a gift, and they're going to be like, oh, God, yeah, that's right. So. I feel like that when I see babies in hand knits. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> your baby's wearing the Gramps cardigan. <laughs> and people are like, yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> um, so we are going to move forward on our hat, our hat quest for 2015. Yay. Um, just reiterate some of the, so for, uh, November and December, you can knit two hats that will count towards your 15 hats in 2015. Uh, a question came up about whether or not you can knit hats in December, November, December, and have them count. Like, you can knit a third hat, but then count it for January. And it's like, uh, I feel like then you can knit all your hats this year and have it count for next year. Which, you know, is what I, I think I initially thought I was going to do. But... Huh. Um, I think but I slowed down my hat roll. Um, I think I think I just to kind of keep up the spirit and so it lasts you know throughout the year if people could from the the hats for the they don't have to be started um, in 2015 but they have to be finished in 2015. Let's say that. How about that as a rule? And we, we kind of play fast and loose and I don't even keep track of the, uh, the the rules that I make up as I go along but so. Uh, we will have uh, we will draw some winners um, right um, at um, on January first. I will draw some winners of woolly warmhead patterns as a gift. And um, actually, Helen has offered a copy of her book. Actually, I think I'm going to use her book for another gift. Sorry, roll that back. Sorry, people. So we have some woolly warmhead patterns, and um, then her sale starts in January, and it's usually a fabulous sale. Um, and I'm hoping to talk to Wooly sometime this month and air that um, interview or conversation uh, next month on our podcast. And, you know, you don't have to knit Wooly's patterns. We, Jenny and I, both happen to have a lot of Wooly patterns in our stash. So I would like to, in January, knit one of her patterns just to be sporting and and do that. Um, and um, that's our hat. The tag is S and B fifteen hats. I think um, actually I made a better, more specific um, tag in uh, the group or in the thread about um, these two months. You see, again, we play fast and loose. I was just listening to just more one more row, and they have a knit along at the beginning of the year, and they have these very clear rules that they are strict about, and I'm. To completely admire it because I'm like, wow, they're so authoritative. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, you know, knit and stuff. That's cool. Um, <laughs> there's a tag. Check the thread. I don't know. But yes, I will say going to the group is probably better than listening to me speak. In our session burn group, I will probably publish on the front of the, you know, if you go to our main group page, uh, once the new year starts, I think I still have Uli stuff up there right now. Uh, so I will, uh, I will have that up there at some point. Yes. I will put the hat, uh, description up at where it says group details, um, soon ish. <laughs> so I also do, wanted to, um, Oh, go ahead. Just an Uli review. Oh, um, because I was wondering, 
Did you actually lose any of your yarn? Did you choose to lose any of your yarn this year? This year, I don't think so. But last year, I definitely did. Okay. Last year, it was more Uli focused. And clearly, like this year, no, yeah, I went back to, um, I went back to uh, Article Pract. Oh, because they went to a 30% discount. So I went and bought, she had so much Koi Goo, Jenny. Like, it was amazing and <laughs> crazy. I ended up buying, um, ended up buying like four skeins of Koi Goo Kirsty. Ooh. That I think I will use for, I mean, they're only 100 yards each. So I think for you know, two of them were singles and one was, uh, two of the same colorway. So um, what else did I get on that trip? I got those and I, oh, I found some Cascade um, 220 Sport, which is not 220. <laughs> but um, so I, yeah, I got some of that. So I got like a little bit of luxury and a little bit of stand. I got a lot of Cascade, a lot of the sort of uh, workhorsey stuff. Um, so... This this end of the year was a little bit of a bust for me as far as working my stash, um, but um, but you know it is what it is. Yeah, and I'm knitting like the project I'm knitting now. This yarn, this uh, silk, the silk garden, I think might be from 2006. <laughs> is that right? Maybe 2007, and the Casharoja is from 2007 or 2008. So, you know. Mix a little bit of, um, and then this, um, this, the um, Malabrigo Finito is at least two years old. So, um, I'm getting down there in the stash. Yay! <laughs> and then, you know, I have my brother's sweater, which is in brand new yarn, but. You gotta balance these But things. I'm, well, and I'm knitting. At least I'm not just like buying three big skeins of eco wool. Right. And uh, putting it in my stash forever. Oh, you know what? I didn't mention, this is going way back, but something else that I bought, uh, two other things I bought in the gift along that I wanted to mention. One is this hat um, called the Jolly Ollie hat. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's Justina Lorkowska. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, I wanted it last year. I loved it last year. And I was like, no, 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 I'll hold off. And then I saw it this year. And I'm like, oh, it's so bright and yellow. I'm going to get it. Um, and then the other is a, I bought a sweater pattern by um, Alicia Plummer called Briquette. Ooh. And um, so it is one of those uh, projects that is right now associated with a yarn that has had many lives. Um, I'll get to that in a moment. But I was, um, there's a sweatshirt that I wear, uh, like a, yeah, a sweatshirt that I wear when I'm running, like, or for when I finish running and I'm, you know, I commute. So, right. I run and then I get on BART and then I walk home. So I have to have another layer usually. And I accidentally bought this sweatshirt at Target over a year ago. I thought I was buying this, this one that was a zip up with pockets mm -hmm. and I ended up taking it home and it was a pullover with a hood. Like it was the exact, it was totally different from what I thought I bought right. until I got home. I was like, Oh, what is this? And I've ended up really loving this sweatshirt. So it's a pullover, and then it has a little bit of a funnel neck with a drawstring uh -huh. and a hood. And I was like, I love this idea. And I really, I love Alicia Plummer's ease with the drawstring neck, but I really wanted it to have a hood as well. Well, she has this pattern called Briquette that 
has a drawstring neck and a hood. But it also has a little bit of you do a reverse stockinette on part of the top, so there's a little bit of interest as far as like a change in stitch pattern, which I guess you could easily just leave out. You could just have it all be stockinette, right? So of course, I'm thinking about using my Quinson Company uh, yarn the that purple? I originally purchased, the purple, and holding it together with this Miss Babs lace weight that I have. That's a, a pretty heavy the Yeti lace weight. I the, uh, it's just called Yet. Oh, Yet. Um, that is kind of heavy for a lace weight yarn. When I I once uh, swatched it doubled, and I easily got eighteen stitches over four. Wow! Uh, with a doubled lace weight that did not, it, and it was not in any way sheer. It had this real nice bounce and and pretty decent coverage. So I think in mixing that with a sport weight yarn, I could get I I believe the gauge that's required for that is eighteen. So I think I could definitely get that with those two combined, but. Again, this is from more like this is my dreaming category. I have a <laughs> miles to go before I would knit that. You also have to make that nested cardigan of hers. Oh my gosh! Yes, I don't even have the yarn for that. I, I got to concentrate. I'm in, I'm trying to concentrate a little bit on some projects in, that where I do have the yarn, um, and I don't think. I don't, well, uh, we'll see. But I mean, I can't imagine that you're going to want to go to Stitches next year or in this, in February. Um, and I think it's probably a bad idea for me to go to Stitches <laughs> in February. <laughs> um, and maybe I should go, like, I didn't go two years ago, so maybe I should sort of go on an every other year schedule. Schedule. I think that works. You don't still yeah. have that shell ridge. Um, oh, yes, I do. The brown? Oh, yes, I do. Because maybe yes. you could make nested from that. It's true. I could. And just get something for the motif. Yeah. Yeah, that's possible. Um, anyway, I wanted to do one more thank you. Oh, and one more reminder about... Um, okay, so the thank you is to Suzanne DeSalm, who um, gave me... a copy of her beehive hat family hat hat family which are these amazing stocking caps have you seen these no that are these really long stocking caps that um kind of look like beehives right like so they're stockinette and then reverse stockinette and in one of them it almost looks like it's reconnected the the long the long stocking cap is reconnected. I think it's just kind of an optical illusion. But it's so long you can wrap it around your neck as sort of like a little bit of a scarf. Wow. They're amazing. And for anybody, I feel like I saw somebody on the boards talking about wanting to make a stocking cap. Like, you know, like one of these. I feel, uh, yeah, that this this could be the solution for some people. But I wanted to thank her for um, giving me a copy of that uh, pattern. And I also just wanted to remind people... Um, that uh, until December 15th, there were, is still the code Stash and Burn at Zoe's Bag Boutique. So um, it's 10% off um, from her website, Zoe's Bag Boutique Shop.com. So um, if you are looking for a little present for yourself or for a knitting buddy, she has some really beautiful knitting bags. And I'm glad I said this because it reminded me that I wanted to get one of those knitting bags. <laughs> so. Um, so I think that's all I have. That is all I have. I can get back. I actually did. I cannot believe it. I didn't make it that far through, but I did do some kitchenering while 
recording the podcast, which I think is something close to a miracle. Yay! I am. I used to be so bad at Kitchener. Like I never. Like I'd have to read the directions as I went. But then I came up with a rhythm. It's knit off pearl, pearl off knit, knit off pearl, pearl off knit. Right. And once I got that rhythm, I was like, oh, I get it. I got it. Good. Yay! So, so, all right. Well, I want to thank Jenny for being uh, spontaneous. I texted her like two hours ago. Well, now it's like three or four hours ago uh, to um, see if we could record today. And then I took the wrong BART train, which I never do. I come home every day on BART. I always get on the right train. And I like walked onto the first train that came into the station and ended up like three stops in the wrong direction before I was like, oh, hey, oh, no. where am I? <laughs> this is not at all familiar. <laughs> so, um, so thank you for, um, for uh, being flexible. And, um, and thanks, Matilda, for going back to sleep. Yay! <laughs> um, and um, I think this, this is the last time we're going to record this year, probably. Um, and we'll try to, let's try to get one more recording in before Blobby. Yes. Yes? Yes. Okay. All right, everybody, happy holidays. Yes, have great holidays, and we'll see you next year. All right, bye-bye. Bye.